Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Kentucky-born traditional country artist Alex Miller, at 18, is parlaying an American Idol season 19 appearance into a full-time country music career. Alex joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his new CD, Miller Time, and his experience with American Idol, and how he's turning that into a professional music career. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Hey, Greg. How are you? Good to talk to you, man. You're uh, out, out in the middle of Kentucky, you. right? <laughs> yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Well, it ain't nowhere. It's my home. It's Lancaster, but uh, it's definitely one of those places that a lot of people ain't been for. I'll put it that way. Right. Yeah, well, we, we were talking earlier trying to get a good, solid connection, and uh, sometimes you get out in a country like that, it, it's beautiful, but uh, it's it's hard to get there digitally and with a signal. So I appreciate, appreciate there, the, there the effort. There definitely ain't a lot of signal around here. If, you, if anybody out there can find some signal in Lancaster, Kentucky, then it's like finding a pot of gold. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Well, we got it worked out, so I, I appreciate you doing that. And, uh, man, it's good to have you on. Um you uh, you've had a pretty pretty wild ride here the last couple of years. Um, we definitely want to talk about that. Tell me a little bit about your uh, story, how you got started in music in the first place. Well, I got started in music back whenever I was about three years old. Um, I started singing in church, as a lot of my kids do. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I uh, my my first song I ever learned to sing and play. Uh, I I did "Long Black Train" by oh, Josh Turner. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, um, so I, I learned that song whenever I was a kid and, um, I, it was a crazy moment last year. I got to actually open for him. So that wow. was a full circle moment for me. Wow. That, that's so cool. That's awesome. Um, did you have family that were, uh, in music? Did you grow up around that? You know, my granddad is a great lover and my mom, they're both great lovers of music, but, um, they can't play, they can barely play the radio. So, uh, I, my music must have must have just been a gift. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, um, right. They saved the it, talent it, for it you. Doesn't, huh? It doesn't run the family, unfortunately. Yeah. But I will say, my brother is starting to take guitar lessons. Okay. So he it, maybe it's maybe it's uh, maybe I started all this. Yeah. I, I'm glad I did. Uh, when did you figure out this was something that uh, that it was a gift and that you had you had something uh, special and and you wanted to pursue that. Well, I, I, um, I took initiative whenever I was about six years old. I, I wanted to learn to play guitar. And, um, uh, you know, at the time I was playing sports and I really didn't like doing that. So I wanted to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. And I thought guitar would be a good way to do it. And I, I picked up the guitar and started singing too. And it all kind of just came together. I just knew what I wanted to do. And um, it, it all goes back to me as a kid. I used to watch the old opera stars from the 50s and things with my granddad mm. and uh he uh i'm watching those i was like man i think i can do that yeah and uh now i am which is kind of crazy yeah did you uh as you grew up into your teen years did you have performances outside of uh church and that kind of thing uh, little bands when did it make sense that this was probably more than just a part-time thing 
whenever I was 10 years old, I got the great fortune of uh, joining the cast of a place called Renfro Valley. Yeah. This is kind of like our, I would call it our Grand Ole Opry of the area mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, I was a I was a member there for two years. I was ten years old. Wow, that's and, cool. Uh, it was that's a crazy story too. I, I I went and auditioned when I was nine, and um, they they lost my number. Oh, I don't no. know how they did it, but I'd won the show, and they had, I, they lost my number or something something like that. And uh, so the next year, I went back, and the owner of the place said, "Hey, you're the little boy that won last year." And uh, <laughs> shocked to you, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like. Am I really? And they said, well, yeah. And uh, so I became a cast member that, that year and um, learned so, so much. And it, it's crazy now. Back then, the drummer and the guitar player over there are now members of my band. Wow. Uh, a, a cool thing for me. So um, still still carrying Renfro Valley around with me. Yeah, play. yeah. Wow, that's cool. And, of course, um, you had uh, uh, a neat, really cool experience on, on American Idol. How did you, um, how did you get into that cast of characters for that season 19? Well, I, I'll give credit where credit is due. And, and sometimes mama knows best. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> my mama definitely knew, knew better than me on that. I, I, you know, I'd been a fan of the show and watched it whenever I was a kid, but I, I never thought, I never saw myself getting up there and singing on American Idol, but, uh, I, I told my mom one night, you know, I, I want to do music. And she's like, well, son, I want you to do college and to go to school. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with people wanting to go pursue education. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the greatest things you can do. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't for me. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to go. And, and that's about all it boiled down to. And I told mom, I said, you know, I want to do music full time and this, that and the other. And she said, son, that's a mighty hard thing to get into. I got the talk, basically. <laughs> yeah, <so>. right. <laughs> and she said, you know, this is a mighty hard thing to get into and this, that and the other. And I said, well, mom, that's what I want to do. And, and I think I can. And she said, son, I just don't know about it. And she kind of we kind of got upset with each other. I'm not going to lie. And uh she she went in a in a bedroom and um, I uh, sit in the living room and she come back in there and said okay son if music what you want to do then I just did something for you and I said what's that she said if you well, I signed you up for American Idol and if things <laughs> go well there then I guess it's meant to be and if not you're going to college <laughs> no and pressure so, no pressure you better right? believe I was practicing before I auditioned to go on American <laughs> Idol buddy I was I put my heart and soul in that yeah yeah. Well, I remember seeing the um, audition clip, uh, at least the one that got broadcast, um, uh, before I even realized um, what your music had become and that kind of thing. And, and um, it was cool. You know, they, they, they pull those clips out and the ones that have a really unique story behind it. Uh, that experience in front of the judges, was that the first time that you ever got to meet them and play in oh, front of yes. them? yes. Yeah. All of, all of that was like unrehearsed and you, you can't, I mean, you can stage stuff like that, but that wasn't stage. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, Greg, I walked in there. I didn't know if they was going to tell me that I need to go back to Lancaster and keep salting my cows. I didn't know what they was going to say, Yeah. but when I stepped up there and did, uh, did that little song about my ex-girlfriend, they all seemed to really like that. <laughs> and, uh, um, I, I tell you something that they don't, they didn't show. I did five songs while I was in there. Really? Did, okay. Uh, yeah. So they only showed me doing my original. I'm overused to get over me. I did a Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. I did uh, don't close your eyes. I did. I'm so lonesome. I could cry. And then big city with Luke and Brian. Yeah. So I did five songs and uh, they, uh, 
they seemed to seemed to like that. And and uh, whenever Luke got up there, that was completely unrehearsed. I had no earthly idea that was going to happen. But, right. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a great surprise, and I I really can't thank them enough for for you know putting me on through and yeah. Uh, it was it was a it was a great experience, Greg. I, I I learned so much and have learned so much about what I need to do as an artist sure. and a musician and, and this that and the other. It's it was definitely I own the experience for a small town boy. I'll put it that way. How long were you part of the show? So um, I auditioned in August, and they flew me out to San Diego in October. Or uh, yeah, it had been October, and then uh, around Christmas time, I went to. Uh, went to Los Angeles or Hollywood, Hollywood week and did all that. So I was on the show for around three months, something like that. Yeah. I guess all together. If yeah. you count the audition, right. audition and things. Yeah. Yeah. Did I got the, to see California. I'd never been out there before. I was, that was a crazy experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Coming from uh, a small town in Kentucky, I'm, I'm sure it was quite, uh, it's a little different, <laughs> but uh, sometimes different is good. And, and but it, I'll tell you about I'll tell you what I thought of California. I really enjoyed San Diego. That was one, that I really enjoyed being mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles was okay. Um, I'll say this about LA: it's one of those places I think it's all right to visit, but I don't know about me sticking around. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of places like that. You, you can't. Uh, growing up in places like like where you did I, i'm from a small town in virginia it's kind of hard to take the take the home out of you when you grow up in a special place for sure yes it is uh, and, and it seems like uh and no offense to big cities but it just doesn't seem like they have that that charm like yeah like small towns do yeah and uh whenever i find a city that's like my hometown i'm gonna move there yeah you know what i'm saying yeah right that's awesome so American Idol, you you do that whole thing, and and I, I'm assuming at that point it becomes a uh, springboard for for what comes next, right? Yeah, it was like jumping on a rocket ship, um, with with no with no idea how, where the rocket was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened after the the uh, the stint on American Idol was over? Did you? obviously you you've got a cd out miller time was that mm-hmm. a, a result of that or or was that kind of part of the the journey that that comes with the american idol experience no that was something that i wanted to do you know i i, I got i got to the the round before the live shows and i uh you know i i developed a little bit of a following on social media and things and just thought i needed to put some music out there that i'd put together and that was really really music that i enjoyed mm-hmm and um, that—that's what this album is. It's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, songs that I've written and songs that I found and enjoyed, and uh, a lot of things that I've co-written with a guy named Jerry Sally. Now I can't tell you how much I think of him and mm-hmm. uh, and how in- influential he has been in my career to this point. Um, you know, he's—he opened my eyes to the whole the the real business side of music. Yeah, uh, which which is an interesting interesting thing. If uh, if you're not in the music business, it's like. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's just one of the, it's like an onion. I would, I would say there's yeah. so many layers yeah. to the music business. And, uh, I've learned, I've learned a lot from him and, and other people around me. My manager, uh, he's Mr. Dave Snowden out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. He's taking care of me. And also my publicist, Miss Martha Moore. I learned a lot from all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What fans don't understand is when they get to see you live or they listen to your CD, there's 
hours and weeks and days and months that had to happen before any of the the fruit of what they get to experience could ever be possible and it's um it's it's hard to envision if you don't have a an inkling of what goes on it's hard to understand how difficult it really is to go from you know picking up a guitar at 10 years old and then being able to have a cd and play on stage in front of people it's it's a long journey from one point to the other long process that's you're exactly right, Greg. You know, I, I grew up singing and playing and stuff, and truthfully, I haven't, I didn't professionally understand everything until you know, kind of this time last year, mm. and uh, it's it's definitely been a very very big learning experience for me, and uh, I only I'm going to continue to grow and and hopefully put out some more country music. What's what's next? What are you up to now? You uh, touring, I, I presume, playing uh, state fairs, uh, venues. What's what's it look like for you right now? Yeah, this year's going to be a, a full summer. I'll tell you, Greg. We're <laughs> we're going to Iowa here in a couple weeks. Then we're going we're going so many different places this year that I'm going to have to buy probably a new car wow. or a bus or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're heading to Iowa to do some casino shows in a couple weeks. We're also playing at the Iowa State Fair this year with Brooks and Dunn. Wow. I'm playing uh, with Jamie Johnson in Wisconsin at, oh, the, cool. at their state fair. Yeah. And then uh, also at Kentucky with Nico, Kentucky State Fair with Nico Moon. Uh, various other things around the country. I'm coming to uh, Cotton Eye Joe's in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Hmm. And uh, things, I'm going doing stuff all over, going to Oklahoma, things like that. And, um, I tell you one thing. I, I'm I'm glad I'm not flying anywhere this year. I have you uh, flying prices or something else. Oh yeah. Just, I, yeah. I, I, I can't. I have no idea. We we're going to go do a radio thing in uh, Idaho Falls, and Lord, they were one. I thought. I mean, I could buy the airplane before I <laughs> could get a ticket on there. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's uh, boy, we could we could talk for hours as well as anybody else listening about uh, the economy and and what's going on and i I don't know what it's going to take to straighten it all out but you know what we got uh we got music and relationships and all that kind of stuff to hopefully distract us and keep us entertained while the people that are smarter than us try to figure it out well that's exactly right And, and to me that's my job is to you know Maybe maybe let people forget about all that's going on in the world yeah. for just a minute or two. Yeah. And that's I feel like if I do that then I'm doing what I'm was put on this earth to do. You mentioned uh some writing some songs. When did that phase of your uh music come alive for you? When did you start writing? I started writing um whenever I was at Renfro, so I would have been about about ten or eleven. The first oh, uh, song cool. I ever wrote the first song I ever wrote, I, you know, every you got to start somewhere. And mm-hmm. I'll just be honest. The first ones I ever wrote were just just awful. Uh, but uh, every every songwriter writes something bad. It just happens. And I was just getting started. And uh, the song that, that really got me interested in writing and one I thought was really good at the time. And I still sing to this day. So I, I guess it wasn't too bad. Was I'm overused to get over me. I wrote that in sixth grade wow. in a science class. I had that idea. <laughs> In, in in science class and in sixth grade wow. and uh it's a it's a true story about an ex-girlfriend of mine um uh, we had got together in fifth uh, in kindergarten and uh <laughs> and uh she at about fifth grade she she got with some other dude and kind of just left me hanging so then she come back to me and i said well i'm over you so get over me and wow, uh, that's, that's where the idea of the yeah. song come about and whenever i was in sixth grade i wrote the thing and we have a school talent show 
at uh, Garrett Middle School. And so I uh, auditioned with that song and did that song uh, in front of the whole school. And uh, they uh, they kind of got a little excited. They got standing up, and I got the I got a little encore. So I went out there and did it again. And everybody was standing up, hooting, hollering, except for one person in the front row who happened to be my ex girlfriend. <laughs> Boy, she was she wasn't too happy with old Alex Miller. We'll yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, she you know you know told me that I probably shouldn't do the song. You know, it's it's kind of a bad thing to sing about people like that, and especially the way I was doing it. And um. So when it came time for American Idol, I just sung it again and got her again. So, you know, it worked out good for me. Probably not for her, but the way I look at it, she shouldn't have left me anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it sounds like you've had a good uh, good run of success with it. So there, there was some good in it after all. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm glad that old girl broke my heart. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, so you've um, – this one's been out a little while. You have uh, new music in the works. What's coming next? Yes, we do. Uh, we're working on, a, um, we're, I think we're going to go in the studio here in July and record about five or six songs, and we might release that as an EP and mm. may even extend it on out to a full album. Okay. Um, but uh, we're going to record some things that I haven't put on anything yet, and, and I'm going to test the waters a little bit. I'll put it that way, Greg. We're going to try to maybe do some more contemporary-sounding things. Mm -hmm. What I've been told is my music is so country that it, it's almost too country for radio, mm. and which is a hard thing for an artist to hear. Oh boy, but, you're kidding! Uh, but I, I, I understand it, and I'm I'm going to try to, you know, I'm I'm a traditional country singer, and at the end of the day, I don't think there's anything I can possibly do, whether I took vocal lessons or anything. I'm going to sound like a like a country singer at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't think it matters really what I sing. As long as it's got some meaning behind it and mm -hmm. it's got country roots, I think it'll come across as, sure. as being genuine and being who I am. And yeah. That's what we're going to try. And, and if people don't like it, then I'm going to go back to my real country stuff. But um, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think it matters what I sing, Greg. I'm going to be Alex Miller. And, and um, if I can have some radio success with some things, I'd be very, very happy. So yeah, um, that, that's what we're shooting for. Well, it's nice to have radio success. But in the music world today, that's, that's not the... Um... That's not necessarily the the measuring stick uh, for whether you're good enough or not. You know, um, I know that too. I know that too, um, and and that's uh, that's the row I'm trying to hoe here and, and and figure out where I stand musically. You know, and 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 see what I really can do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you ever dabbled in bluegrass? Yeah. Um, whenever I was a kid, and and not too long ago, I used to go to jams all the time. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite things. Too. and so i would i would i would pick guitar i'm I, my picking's kind of slapped off over the years but i still get up in, at my shows and pick and play and um you know every and it, i close my shows almost every every show with freeborn man okay it's such a good song yeah and, yeah uh, it's also a, a cut on my record we do a kind of a country version of it but uh i yes love me some bluegrass and i'm a big fan of miss Rhonda vincent she's a a really good friend of mine and oh great uh, yeah have have nothing but good things to say about bluegrass music yeah. and, and the people in it for sure yeah that's cool so what's what's your dream future you're what uh 19 now <laughs> yeah i'm an old man yeah. i'm uh, well, putting on that here yeah where you know it all gray hair but uh what, what's it look I, like I for you uh, 20 years out what would if you could if you could if you could pick it right now what would you be doing well, in 20 years, I, as long as I, I can stand up on stage and, and play and perform, I'll be happy. Um, I want I want to put music out and grow. You know, this first album 
kind of shows where I came from and, mm-hmm. and the music I listen to and kind of has the roots thing. And I want to just show growth in my music and not just be stuck on doing one thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Where can people get in touch with you if they want to listen to the, the Miller Time CD or they want to get on your social media list so they can know when this, this new music is coming out? What's the best way to reach out, get in touch? I always point people to my website. It's alexmillercountry.com. Whether you're looking for follow me on social media or whether you want to listen to music, Alex Miller Country has everything you need to know. We have a merchandise page, and you got links on on uh, my website to there. And uh, I would point you in that direction because whether you're listening to Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, there's links to my music on all of that there, Good. and also links to all my social media stuff and. I'll tell you one thing I never thought I'd be as a TikTok star, but I've got a bunch <laughs> of followers on TikTok now. Yeah, so right. if you're out there and listening and want to get on my TikTok, that's where I really have some fun and do some funny videos. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, good. Well, you got to go where the people are. So yeah, I'm glad that's exactly right. Glad all those are working for you. Well, thank you, Alex. I, I enjoyed talking to you, man. I was looking forward to this, and I really dig your music, and uh, I, I wish you well with it. I'm excited for, for what you got ahead of you I, I i really think you've got a you got a unique sound and a, and a, a very unique voice it, it you're right i think it fits contemporary and classic and, and bluegrass and so uh, i think whatever you could do you do um people are going to pay attention well greg i sure do appreciate it and uh, i thank you for taking the time to even even call an interview it's always a pleasure and uh nice to talk to some like-minded folks i sure appreciate it amen well thank you best of luck to you alex thanks again for tuning in to this episode of americana music profiles find us on itunes at americana music profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.